All right, welcome to another Education of the Heart podcast. I'm here with Megan, and we're going to talk about how she has had a question and a search, and that brought some fruits because her learning moved the most important 18 inches from her head to her heart. And when you move your education to your heart, there are a lot of fruits that happen. There are a lot of spiritual benefits that happen. So, Megan, welcome. Hi, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> oh, it's so good to have you here. So, so tell me about this class that you took at BYU-Idaho. Yeah, so I signed up for this course. I had no idea that I would be learning so much from a two-credit class but it's assistive technology and basically we just go through and talk about the students more important than the disability and how to address that and help them to live their fullest life. Oh, great. I love that. So um, at the beginning of the semester, we made you look at a seven or eight page self-competency what do you know about assistive technology? And you usually don't know many things, but you narrowed it down to five things that you wanted to study. And then something really caught your attention and you just took off with it. So, so tell us that story. Yeah, so I was going through and I've worked in the medical field for three years-ish. So a lot of it was familiar. I knew about wheelchairs, I knew about Hoyer lifts, I knew about things like that, mobility. But I was going through and I found a whole section on toys, games, recreation, um, even Braille that I have little to no knowledge of. And I recognized that I have family who are unfortunately not able to do the same things that oh, my cousins tell can us do. About, tell us about your cousin. Yeah. So my cousin, Caroline, she was born with no oh, oxygen. Caroline, sweet Caroline. Yeah. Dun, dun, She's dun. a sweetheart. I'll have to show you a picture. Sadly, y'all can't see it. This is We need to start doing video we ones. Do it would be so much better. But she was born with no oxygen to her brain, and so she's paralyzed from the neck down, and sadly she's not able to communicate. She just giggles and cries, and that's... That's it. And so growing up, I I was always a little hesitant to interact with Caroline because I didn't know how to interact. I didn't know what was safe or what she could and couldn't do. But going into this major, I've learned so much about how she's representing her feelings in a different way than we would. And so one thing that I think of is when she is on the freeway with her family and the rumble strips go by, she bursts into the funniest giggle ever. It's just the most joyous thing to hear. And I was thinking about that and thinking about, well, if she's feeling joy like that, just from weird movements of the car, then how can I help her and the family to encourage her to feel more joy? So when she's sad that she can't do certain activities with her sister that there are things that she can do that would bring happiness and to the whole family because I know that's what they want from her. And that's what led me to my five is that I realized there are opportunities that I never thought of of how I can benefit her life. So what were some of your five that you picked? Yeah, so I focused on toys and games because who doesn't love good toys and games? Um, recreational equipment. I went into Braille just because my husband's technically legally blind and so I was curious about that. And then I also wanted to focus more on flexible seating, but I I found that with my partner and I that 
there were so many opportunities to go from just flexible seating to helping others. Oh, all right. So then you started researching something, maybe an amusement park. Tell me about yeah. that. Yeah. So Morgan's Wonderland is so <laughs> cool. Wonderland. Yeah. Oh, we got to go. Oh. Field trip. <laughs> oh, it's so fun. It's in San Antonio, Texas, and it is disability friendly in every possible way. So there are a few roller coaster type things where they're fully wheelchair friendly where they have the experience of going up and down little hills and they feel those rumble strips and they have opportunities to fish off of a wharf and have sensory areas and like the sensory village I think is what it's called where they can experience different textures um, smells things like that get them involved there's also a ferris wheel that's the one that goes up and down right carousel this way yeah ferris wheel Um, They have a Ferris wheel. They have so many things, but it's one of the first ones that's 100% friendly to disabilities. And I never thought about that. You think of amusement parks and you're just like roller coasters and like things like that. But how can we include everyone in a roller coaster? And they did. They accomplished it. Oh, that is just so cool to hear. Okay. As you're talking, I've been thinking about a title for this podcast. Okay, yeah. Thinking of Megan and A.T. to help sweet Caroline find joy. I love that. <laughs> so, that is one of the fruits of when learning is not just in my head and now I'm a better person. And when it moves to the heart, because like the Savior, you want Caroline to find joy. And that's what yeah. the Savior wants us to find joy. He said, I am the way for you to find joy. Exactly. Yeah, I I totally agree. As I was reading the scripture that we started off in class reading together, I realized that one of those main things for me that I love is joy. And I want that for everyone. And poor Caroline, she'll get depressed and she'll just cry for days, weeks. And we just don't know how to help her. And the main purpose of earth is to have joy. And so I wanted to find a way to help her have joy, just like I would want for my classmates or my future students, things like that. I want joy to just go around like confetti everywhere. <laughs> joy for you. Joy for Exactly. You. <laughs> just hand it out like candy. <laughs> joy for everyone. <laughs> okay, so you're going to be a teacher yeah. in the public schools, and our public school system is struggling right now. Yeah. Um, is there a way to still share your testimony in public schools? Oh, 100%. I mean... A main thing about Earth is knowledge. We're here to gain knowledge to help uplift other people. And one of the things I want to do is I want to bring that knowledge to my school and give them the ability to recognize there's more than just the one route we've been doing for years, you know? That we can make everything more joyous for every student. And if I love this, I love this class, I love what I've learned, and that love will show and it'll go to my students, it'll go to my faculty, it'll go to the whole school and help them to realize that we can all be one and help everyone to have equal opportunities. When you can show students that you love them like God loves them, I think that makes such a huge difference in their life. So sweet Caroline, I want to sing the song every time I say that. (laughs) She can probably feel that you want her to have joy. And so she loves to have you visit, I'm sure. Yeah, so it's been fun. I love babysitting her. I haven't seen her, sadly, for a few years because of COVID and because of traveling and things like that. But every time I do see her, she recognizes my voice, has the biggest smile, 
And that's just what I want to bring to everyone. If I could just share her smile and her giggle with everyone, I'm pretty sure the world would be at peace. Yeah, we need it, to record her giggle. Yeah, and put we it really on the do. Podcast, it's so. it's a beautiful giggle. <laughs> that's your responsibility. <laughs> I need to find, find Caroline's her giggle. <laughs> giggle and send that to me. That sounds great. Okay, what else would you? Is there anything else you'd like to add? I don't know. I feel like we just need to be more open. There's tons of playgrounds that I've researched around the country that are wheelchair friendly and you don't even notice it. You just think, oh, that's an interesting type of swing and you hop on when really it's meant for students that might not be able to get on swings. It has straps, things like that. So why are swings so important for the development of a child? Children should have fun. Sitting in a wheelchair or not being able to move your body the way that other kids can, it's not increasing those happiness like you're not growing alongside other children if you're not having fun and not living your life just like adults should have fun as well but children need play in order to grow they They learn through play it's necessary so all the classes when you teach preschool and toddler lab it's activity based it's play based all the time social skill developing that i'm not sure if i'm doing anything else but playing and that's okay because They're still learning. They go what from not talking college? to talking. Oh, I just played oh, in yeah. the playground. Played with blocks yesterday. It was <laughs> so fun. And <laughs> they're learning and growing just like we are. Oh, Megan, thank you so much. I can tell that you've moved the learning to your heart. And then that heart is is where things matter. Yeah. That, that's what makes us human. That's what makes things better. We can have a bunch of knowledge floating around, but it's not until it goes to our heart that it makes such a difference in life. And we need to make we need to matter when we come here to the life. So part of your picture behind you is the vision of teacher education. Yeah. And I can't remember what it said. Oh, I have no okay. idea. It says divine potential as the last two go. words. And that's what really <laughs> stuck out to me. Perfect. Because we really do want them to hit their divine potential and everyone's sons and daughters of God and they deserve happiness and joy and experience and knowledge and that's what we're here to do. Oh, Oh, well, thank you so much, Megan. And uh, thank you for another great Education of the Heart podcast. Yeah. And we will see you <laughs> next time. Will we? <laughs> oh, it got you. <laughs> <laughs>